VO2. Left side, Swanson. To first. The Braves are world champions. This is Rich Eisen, and you can hear me every day on ESPN Lafayette from noon to 3 on The Rich Eisen Show. Great Scott! The Great Scott Show. And as they head into the final furlong, all of the other radio stations and radio hosts are left in the wake of a keen turn of speed by The Great Scott Show, the champion! With Scott Prather. Steal the show. On ESPN 1420 and ESPN1420.com. Welcome into the Great Scott Show on a Wednesday. Joining me in studio for the entire show today is former Raging Cajun, Green Bay Packer, wide receiver, James Butler, who looks somber this morning. What's wrong? I really think the world is about to end. Like, I think this is it. All right. Well, I mean, I didn't know it was going to be such a dark and serious tone here. What, what happened? Seriously, What's wrong? Man. Why are you upset? I think I think this is it. I think, like, <laughs> the Braves won, man. I think this is it for us. I think we no. need to. No, don't say that. Braves are World Series champs. Congrats to them. Congrats, man. But, you know. No, no. The, the world would be ending if the Falcons won a Super Bowl. This is totally different. The Braves yeah, have won a World right. Series before. I'm being too hard. You're the Braves right. have won a world. It was 26 years ago. Shout out to, uh, shout out to the Braves fans out there. Um, Brad Topham and others. Jude Walker, a friend of mine, he works on the dog. He's on right now. He's going to come in around 8:30, and um, I guess gloat a little bit, mm-hmm. celebrate the championship. But you're not really. I mean, let's be honest, James. You didn't care that much. Not really. <laughs> I, you know, I, I thought you were serious for a minute. You're like the world's getting. I'm like, good lord, what happened? What's going nah, on? Man, I was, uh, I was worried about you. Nah, man. Congrats to them. Uh, 26 years. That's a long drought to end. So. Hey, they had a losing record at the All Star break. Everybody was talking about the Giants and the Dodgers, uh, the Astros. You know, the Braves won 88 games in the lousy NL East, which I follow because the Mets play in it, um, and. Uh, you know, I at the end of the day, none of that matters. Right. What you can remember who won the World Series. It was the Braves. So, uh, shout out to them and uh, congrats to them. You know, at least Atlanta fans know what it feels like to to win something that's not in soccer. Well, uh, let's not get to, you know, but their their football team will lose Sunday. Yeah, of course, you know that. I mean, that's not even you shouldn't even brought that up. That's already <laughs> understood. See, like I I don't. Again, I'm kind of indifferent to the Braves. Um, I'm not. I shouldn't say I'm indifferent. I'll be honest. I don't like the Braves. 
I don't like the Braves because they, they play the Mets a lot and they beat the Mets a lot. So I'll, I shouldn't say I'm indifferent. I'm more indifferent to the Astros, but I don't, like, hate the – there's not, like, this, like, disdain. And I have friends that are Braves fans that I'm genuinely happy for. Um, I don't have any friends that are Falcons fans because, I mean, come on. Like, All right. It's – please. <laughs> no, we're not we're not we're no we're not friends, we're enemies. Exactly. So this is this is different. I mean the world the world's the world's I'm not gonna say it's doing great, James, but it's it's gonna be all right. You know, I think this is a great time to segue that whole conversation of you not having <laughs> a Falcons fan friend. That's right. To asking you the question of do you think that the Buccaneers have replaced the Falcons in the rivalry? No. Not even you don't think both. so? Not, no. All those, not, it was such nonsense. Anybody that's been a Saints fan a long time, I mean, the Bucks. there might be some disdain for Tom Brady, but, but in terms of, like, long-time Saints fans and, like, like, teams that they hate, I don't just mean, like, in a moment. I'm talking, like, the whole history. I mean, Falcons are one. Cowboys. Niners still might be two. They're up there. I mean, you could Niners, Rams, Cowboys, Panthers. Because remember, that used to be the division. Well, the, yeah, right. The Niners and the Rams. NFC West and the Rams. Yeah. So I think, and then the Panthers, you know, they were in the NFC West. Granted, they didn't come around till 95, whereas the Niners and Falcons had been there since the late 60s. But still, Panthers have been in the division longer than the Bucks. So... I think for the Saints fans, Falcons is one. However you want to stack up Niners, Rams, Panthers. After that, the Cowboys. But the Cowboys are more of just like a national. It's not just a singular Saints thing. That's more of an... But I think the Bucks are behind all of them. And then it's the Bucks. I'm not saying they like the Bucks, Right. But this idea that now everybody's getting all like hot and bothered in a moment. I mean, the Falcons, they, they had years where they own the Saints. And then the Saints have had a nice run where... For the most part, they've owned the Falcons. I don't remember and, that. And, and it doesn't matter that like each franchise has had long stretches where they've been the dominant team. It's, it, it's not like when there's a long stretch where a team's dominant, that they're like, oh, well, yeah, you got to at least beat us for us to even care. Like, right. It's not like that. I right. mean, a true rivalry, it, it rises above all of that. It's You would never say, oh, yeah, well, y'all don't even matter. Look how much we beat you. It's... No, I'm going to rub your face. Oh yeah, for you sure. just wet the floor. All right, all right, puppy. I'm going to rub your yeah, face in sure. and then slap you on the nose. We're going to we're going to teach you how to, you know. Yeah, but see, I don't I don't know I don't know a Saints fan that doesn't have hatred for the Cowboys. You know, I I just don't. I don't know a Saints fan that feels indifferent about the Cowboys. I don't, I don't hate. You know, every Saints fan that I know, and I know a lot of them, hates the Cowboys just as much as they. hate I the I bet Falcons. you, if you ask like. I don't know. If you asked a Bucks fan that, they'd probably they you'd love or hate the Cowboys. I'm sure they'd be like, "Oh, I hate the Cowboys." Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. You know what I mean? All right. If you asked, um, maybe the Bucks are a bad example. I mean, you could ask like the Rams. Like, do you hate the Cowboys? Yeah, you could ask. But I feel like the Rams would say maybe the Texans the, or well, no, they would say a number of teams. But no, the Rams would would say the Seahawks. They'd probably say the. They'd say the Niners. They'd say teams in their division. But <clears throat> if you ask, excuse me, <clears throat> let's say you ask the Vikings. You hate the Cowboys? Yeah, it's the Packers. Hey, you hate the Cowboys? Their fans right. would be like, well, yeah. You ask the Packers fans. You hate the Falcons? They'd be like, no, we don't really care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So okay. The Cowboys are more of like a national thing. Um, the Falcons are, are only, 
they're only kind of they're only really important to like the Saints. That's true. You know, that's true. Which is weird because it's it's almost sounds like a compliment, but that's just the that's the art of a true rivalry. I think I'm not saying that there's there's indifference for the Bucks. There's definitely look they're in the same division. They play twice every year, sometimes three times. But um, it seems like Bucks fans are a little more a little more obsessed with Saints fans. Than I know. Vice versa. They're yeah. always like, look at us, look at y'all. I know. You think you're this? And it's like, where were you three years ago? Like I didn't I didn't know Bucks fans existed before Tom Brady got there. You know, like it was it was like. When you look at the game on TV, it's like, is anyone even there? Yeah. You know? So, I don't know. I find that weird. But all right. Phone lines are up. Phone lines are open for you all morning. James is in studio. We're live here on ESPN Lafayette, 1033 on the FM dial now, 1420 on the AM dial, and streaming worldwide. You think your mom's listening this morning oh, via the definitely. stream? Definitely. Definitely. You think she's? You think is she? Did she? Did she watch the Braves Astros game last night? Did your I, mom... I don't know if she did, but we definitely. She came down and we watched the Saints game. She oh, came yeah. to the house, watched the Saints game. What happened when PJ Williams made that pick? What did your mom do? We were actually walking out the door to you know go trick or treat, go trick or treating and stuff. <laughs> and I ran back in the house <laughs> because I was like. That picture you posted when you watched it. Oh, so, yeah, if, I was, was trick-or-treating on can, the phone, and, and, you, and my wife happened to take the snapshot whenever P.J. Williams made the pick. But that's not the greatest part of that picture. The greatest part of the picture is your son's face. <laughs> like, he's looking like, come on, man, I'm tired of this. I'm ready for I'm candy. tired of this. I'm ready to go trick-or-treat this man. His, he <laughs> took his mask off, and he was just like, come on. <laughs> your son was side-eyeing. He was like, I'm tired of this. He comes in, I, and he's just like, what's the score? He, you know what? This Sunday will be. I'm, he's going to be at his first ever Saints game. So y'all going to the game? It'll be the first game I've been since they lost to the Vikings in the playoffs. Yeah, well, might I, be the only game I make this year. You know what? You can't go. Never mind. I don't think you should go. Why? Because the last game you went to was against the Vikings in the playoffs. Well, last we year lost. they weren't allowing fans in the stands. This year they've had two home games, and they only won one of them, and it was Sunday. Nah, man, I don't think. I think you should sit nah, this one out. I'm not sitting anything out. You got to be there. But also... He also thinks the Falcons steal candy from kids. He does? You told him that. I told him that when he was little. And he still believes that. <laughs> he, he brings it up. In my, <laughs> sometimes my wife or someone will handle it, be like, it's not true. He's like, it is true. <laughs> That's funny, man. Yeah, he's going to be going in there being like, it's so, I got him trained. He'll see their uniforms and be like, ugh, it's disgusting. He's just like, yeah, man, (laughs) that's awesome, dude. That's awesome, man. The other day, it's funny, on Sunday, he's like, yeah, we don't like the Bucks, but at least they don't steal kids. (laughs) Now let's go (laughs) trick-or-treating. Man, that's cool. But yeah, man, uh, honestly, man, I, I couldn't even enjoy the game like talking about, dude, to be honest. You couldn't enjoy the game. I couldn't. Why? Because what happened to James? Yeah, man. Like I, like I legitimately like almost cried. Like I, I, I was, I was so hurt. It was bittersweet. I was so hurt, man. And that's when I came to the realization that number one, I have to come in here this morning and admit that you were right. I am emotional. I am. See? I am. And the reason why I bring that up is because how upset that I got. Like, it wasn't, listen, I wasn't this upset when Drew Brees had 11 cracked ribs 
and was out for five games. I was legitimately hurt. And I had to question myself, well, why do I feel this way? And I thought about it, and I was like, man, I was rooting for this guy. The underdog, you know, he was getting better every game, in my opinion. Every time he does make a mistake, I have to avoid Twitter because people are just saying crazy stuff, and I want to fire back at everybody. Listen, I think the dude was really – I think the guy was really getting better every game. I really do. And I think – His best throw as a Saint was the, was the, the touchdown, the Traquan Smith. That thing was – Right. And <clears throat> I think he was getting better. He was getting more comfortable. I think the reason why I'm so hurt is because not knowing what's going to happen after this year. You might – Never play for the Saints ever again. And and that's Might have what been hurts the last me. Play. That's what hurts me. You know, because I, I wanted I love the underdog story and I was rooting for him because I wanted him to go out there and prove the doubters wrong. And the fact that that happened, it just crushed me, man. So in comes Trevor Simeon. Quick decision making, you know. Jordan Schultz, who is a uh, insider analyst, host of the Pull Up Pod, um, mainly covers basketball, but occasionally you'll see him send out some football tweets. He's got uh, like ninety thousand followers. He's got the blue check mark. He's not just some okay jabroni. Okay, uh, he reported last night. He said one superstar quarterback under the radar today that teams have been calling about the whole season, Russell Wilson. League sources say several teams, including the Saints, were trying to decipher if and when the eight-time Pro Bowler would ever become available and how much the Seahawks would demand. I've seen that. So it's not, it's not necessarily saying they were trying to trade for him yesterday, but basically just already putting out the feelers. Yeah, like I know. Maybe setting something up for this summer. And if you're the Saints, Why you're able, you? well, if you're able to make the postseason this year and you can get Five more wins should do it. And you look at the schedule and with that defense, even with the quarterback situation, they could probably do it. Right. If you're a really good quarterback and you see that team win those games, get in the playoffs with with who is it receiver? Wait a minute. You had Trevor Simeon and Taysom Hill and you, you did what now? Then I think you would probably say, all right, I have a good chance to go over there and, and win big. I know. I Jameis was doing everything right. Maybe he's back on a new contract next year. Maybe rehab's well, but you gotta you gotta face the reality that if they if they're able to make a move and acquire a better talented quarterback in the offseason, they're gonna do it. And that horse collar tackle by Devin White might have been the last play. I think and I guess what's tough for Jameis is he kinda got to New Orleans. Had a chance where he could have maybe started at a time in Cincinnati, a few places that were just looking for sort of a fill-in at QB, uh, a stopgap. Took less money, waited, didn't start when Drew got hurt. They gave it to Taysom. Battled through the offseason, signed another team-friendly one-year deal. Quarterback battle, said all the right things. I mean, really put in the time. And I think that's when it's like, that's why you part of why you feel bad when you see what happened. Yeah, man. <sighs> I hate to see it, man. I really do. So that's what it is. You're not really emotional that the Braves won. You're you're just it, this is more just this is more just the reverb of 
of Jameis's injury that's got you emotional. Yeah, man. You sound so down, James. I'm worried about I just, you. Uh, you should be, man, because I was I was hurt for real. Like I couldn't even enjoy Halloween. Like I was just like just kept thinking. And I was hoping. I was like, please let this not be as serious as it seemed. But I knew in the back of my head when I seen it that it was ACL. I knew it the moment it happened. To be honest, I knew it. But I was like, man, maybe I'm wrong. Hopefully, it's not that. Hopefully, they're just carting him in there just for precaution. And he'll be back four to six weeks or something like that. But nah, man, he's done. He's done. He's done. Saints don't make any moves at the trade deadline. They should have made a move for a receiver. There were reports that they inquired about Odell Beckham Jr. You know, it's crazy. I got a, uh, I got a phone call yesterday from an unknown number. I didn't answer, but I figured, you know, it might have been someone trying to trying get, to get to you, out. trying to yeah, call you up, just trying to see if I was available. Why didn't you answer? Because it's probably somebody, you know, some spam. I don't know. I mean, I, I just. Mr. Butler, you've won a cruise. <laughs> nah, man, I that, think. That's, what they, that's how you spam James. Mr. Butler, we have a tryout for you. Oh, uh, yeah, you can definitely. Come try out on Airline Drive. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, so how you feel about, I, I read your article. I, honestly, I'm surprised at. Them not making a move for Teddy Bridgewater, man. I'm surprised about that. I, I, You know what? I got some thoughts on that about why they didn't. We'll dig into that next. We'll open up phone lines next. We'll talk about uh, a little more on the Braves winning it all. The college football playoff rankings came out last night, and it was uh, no surprise to me that it was a complete joke. In terms of the G5, they just reminded everybody that it's the P5 Invitational. We'll dig into that. It's all coming your way next. Don't go anywhere. This is ESPN Lafayette, 103.3 on the FM dial, 14.20 on the AM dial. ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. What up, guys? I'm here to tell you about the DraftKings Sportsbook that's coming to Louisiana. I'm not talking about the fantasy aspect of DraftKings, which is awesome. I'm talking about the actual sportsbook because it won't be long until you can bet on all your favorite sports from the comfort of your own home and to celebrate DraftKings Sportsbook is giving customers $100 in free bets when you sign up before they go live. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook giving $100 in free bets just for signing up today. No deposit required. It's bringing their experience as a leader in daily fantasy sports to the sports betting world and have created one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, DraftKings Sportsbook. In the meantime, while they're preparing to launch the DraftKings Sportsbook in Louisiana, you can play right now for huge cash prizes with the DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code 1420 when you sign up. Because when you do, $100 in free bets to use on mobile sports betting in Louisiana as soon as it hits. That's code 1420 to get $100 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call one 877 stop Must be 21 or older. Louisiana only. Availability varies by parish. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Hey, sports fans, this is Rich Eisen reminding you to catch the Rich Eisen Show every weekday from 12 to 3 on ESPN Lafayette. Now, back to more of the Great Scott Show with Scott Prather. 
Welcome back into the great Scott show. ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Scott Prather, James Butler, former wide receiver. Scott, you got Rich Eisen to do that, man. Rich was on the show Monday. I know, man. That's pretty cool, man. That's what's up. He's got a good show. It's fun. It's good stuff. Noon to three weekdays right here on ESPN 103.3 on the FM dial, 1420 on the AM dial. Streaming worldwide, it is ESPN Lafayette. Braves uh, win the World Series last night. They brought Atlanta a championship. We'll see if, uh, you know, they got really excited about winning a a Major League Soccer championship. It's about all they've been able to celebrate in recent memory sports-wise. So Braves give Atlanta something to cheer for. And uh, Sunday, their football team will not, right? Exactly. Trap game. But we're not, we're not, we're Here's not why I don't think they they put in a call for Teddy. I think in terms of like game management, Simeon brings some of the same things to the table as Teddy. I agree. Teddy has a little bit of a higher ceiling. I will admit that. Um, but you don't have to give anything up. Teddy has a year, another year on his deal after this one. All right. Um, and... You know, it was it. It just Sean, Sean Payton is good enough, and I think arrogant enough to say, "Oh, exactly." I like the challenge. I think I can do this with these quarterbacks. You you hit you hit it right on the head. I think I could go out there and be the quarterback, and Sean Payton would be like, "I think I can win it with this guy." Even though he's never played quarterback in his life, I think I can go out there and win. I am surprised they didn't call you. I mean, they really. I think they did. I think I just. You just, you just ignored. Yeah, the I just I, I didn't answer because I was I was kind of scared that that's what it was. Well, how can you help the team? Come on, Scott. Like, I can I can play tight end. Apparently, you know we need tight end help. I mean, I, so you know. I thought I, you were going to sacrifice more than that. Listen, I know what you're. I know what you're referring to. I am willing to like. Let me ask you this, because you, I mean, you know, you know, is it possible to donate an ACL? Is that possible? I don't know. Let's ask Google. Yeah, like look it up real quick, because technically, like, I don't really need mine right now. ACL reconstruction can be performed using one's own tissue or cadaver tissue, which is donated tissue from a deceased person. You know, I had you know I had ACL surgery too, right? Yeah, and I had mine. They took year, it. Right? Yeah, they took my they took a piece of my hamstring and made it my ACL. So you can donate it, but you have to be deceased. I, okay. I don't want you, I don't want you yeah, to go to I those rebuke that. Names. I rebuke that. It's <laughs> no, not that serious. serious. Serious question before we get to the phone lines. What? How was the recovery process for you? I mean, how was your speed different? Were you more hesitant, or were you were you stronger? My situation is a little different, and it's very weird because. How much time we got? Because it's 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 a little winded, but I try to keep it short. Well, I actually tore my ACL in high school and didn't know. Oh yeah, that's right. So I remember you telling me this. So I played my junior year of high school, senior year of high school, my true freshman year at UL, all three years with a torn ACL. And the only way I found out was because I hyperextended the same knee and just happened to get an MRI. Two days before my surgery, I was, like, running running routes and 
and the doctor actually gave me a a choice. He said, "Look, you can play this year, and you can have the surgery. The choice is yours. I can't tell you to get the surgery because you haven't had ACL for years now, so it's not like you'll be hurting yourself more, you know." So basically, Coach Witt explained it to me. My quad and my hamstrings were so strong that when my ACL actually tore, it locked everything back in place. So it was like good as new, basically. That's wild. So Hey, Heinz Ward lost his ACL when he was a kid, like in a bike accident in like fourth grade and just never played with an ACL. Right. So, I mean, it's possible. He caught over 12,000 yards in the NFL, over, you know, 1,000 catches. But, I, I mean, I was the same. I mean, I didn't really feel any different, to be honest. So, But a little different than what happened to Jameis the other day. Yeah, man. It's just... All right, 269-1077. Let's head to the phone lines. Good morning. Hello. Well, good morning. What's up? <laughs> so, well, I, I was listening to James talk about Sunday. I felt the same way, James. I felt the same exact way. So you wasn't you wasn't alone out there, but uh, hey, you got to move on, man. You know, uh, I think I think Jameis. I would say this. I don't know why, but Saturday for some reason, I was doing whatever it is I'm doing, and I I, I don't know. It might even been during the UL game or what have you, uh, or right before the UL game. Uh, for some reason, a thought came to my mind that, you know, I was thinking, you know, about, I just thought about Jameis and, uh, you know, how hard he had worked to get to where he is. And a thought came to my mind where he's not just working for to be the quarterback at New Orleans Saints. Everything that he's done in his life up until this point is also going to help him in life like football. And one day he's going to be a great coach or he's going to be a general manager of a team, may even be an owner or, and you, I know you will laugh at this, Scott, but hey, it is what it is. He may be the commissioner of the NFL <laughs> one. I'm serious. Scott, and, and I don't know why Scott? that, I don't know why. Yeah, you see, that's the thing. I mean, I would laugh at it myself as well. I wasn't, I wasn't smoking or drinking. Okay? I wasn't doing any of that. Seamus Winston <laughs> might be the commissioner well, of the NFL you, one day. Hey, Come on. Hey, That's who, ridiculous. Who uh, wait a why, why is that an impossible? First of all, first of all, you're not going to have former players. You're you going to tell me when Bill Clinton was running around smoking pot and burning the flag? Did he ever thought about being a president? Uh, I'm not talking oh, about oh, politics. George I'm just saying that that, that that to think to think that Jameis Winston would be the commissioner one day or any current player for that matter is I I wouldn't put money. They will let Tom well, Brady I don't do know. it. Well, who's going to be? Who's more qualified to be a commissioner? Somebody that the owners know will keep them safe and make them a lot of money. That's a good point. Somebody you, that's you know currently you, somebody you, that's currently working in the uh, office. Come on, why, why are we wasting our know, time with this? Wait, 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 <laughs> come, come on, on let's come talk on. about the actual. You, sport. Wait, you know, do you you understand what Gail Benson did the other day, right? Gail Benson made it absolutely possible that a consortium of players could buy that from the Saints could buy that. Ball team 
She made that possible. That's never been possible before. All they have to do is to promise to keep that team in New Orleans. Yeah, the Mannings could the Mannings could buy the Saints one day. That is more realistic than Jameis Winston being the commissioner. Screw the man. I don't give two cents about the Mannings. Okay, nobody cares. And I don't give two cents about spending time debating whether Jameis Winston would be a commissioner of the NFL one day. It's a waste of time, Kyle. The Manning to buy the Saints. All right, do you want to do you want to do you want to talk about Jameis, the player I, in the I, I, game? You gonna tell me that Drew Brees, the Mario Davis, and, and some other guys couldn't get together and buy that football? Game. I, I, if if they can get together and and fork out about two or three billion, then yes, I don't think they can do that though. Well, I don't think know, they have that kind of money. Well, come out, come out. Gail Benson didn't say nothing about a selling price. She said that she wanted that money to go to the city of New Orleans and that team could stay in the city of New Orleans. There was nothing about a selling price. So Dennis Lash is just going to sell the team for, you know, a, a, a Who cup knows of coffee. What he's gonna do? Who maximum, knows what he's going to do? Maximum price. And now we're now oh, we're just why? now we're just why? talking because about something that's just she, irrelevant. Right she's going to need the money. She's not going to be there. The city's going to need the money. You don't think she wants the yeah. charities and the things that need the money well, the to get the gonna, most yeah, possible? Yeah. I'm sure it's going to complimentary thing. But don't tell me, okay, Scott. This is still America, as far as I know. And it's still supposed what, to be the land of opportunity, as far as I know. And I don't, I'm just. The NFL you. is not a okay, democracy. Look, 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 the NFL look, is run by powerful individuals. I don't care what, I don't care what the rest of the NFL is. The New Orleans Saints are a unique entity because if the NFL did what it had wanted to do, I guarantee you. The NFL would love to get the New Orleans Saints out of the city of All New right, Orleans. See, no, and they would have done it a long time ago right, if they had had the opportunity to. Wrap okay. it up, Kyle. They, all right, I'm done. I'm done. All right. don't, I mean, like, what, what are we doing? Why are we wasting time on... It went from Jameis Winston, I'm sad about him, to he, he could be the commissioner <laughs> one day, to what about Gail Benson, and the, the NFL doesn't want the team in New Orleans. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, I didn't know that about, you know, Gail Benson and No, she she she, she devised up a, a plan for when she passes cuz she doesn't have Ken for Dennis Lausha to sell the team and the guarantees have to be whoever buys it keeps it in New Orleans. I appreciate Both that. teams, by the way. I appreciate uh, that. And on top of that, all of the money will be donated to charities and schools and other things throughout New Orleans and the surrounding areas. Hey, Ferretto, I know a guy that might be interested. Has he got a couple billion? I don't know about that. But we're he... talking. We're talking. And, and look, this could be. I mean, Gail seems pretty healthy. Like this, we're talking. Right. This could be. Imagine how much NFL teams might cost in like twenty years. Right, but that's what I'm saying. I know a guy that might be interested. I mean, she's seventy four. I mean. You don't think she could last? And she's a woman. She could she could live till she's a hundred, baby. How much do you think NFL and NBA teams are gonna cost in the year of our Lord? Let's 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 say twenty thirty five. Let's just give her ninety. Or eighty eight at least. I mean, come on. It's a good question. <sighs> I'm not sure, man. The last but... NFL team to sell was what, Carolina? And I think it was like three billion dollars. Or no, it was it was was the the Broncos sale at like four billion. 
Four billion. That was the last one. The Broncos are likely going to be on sale next year, and the estimated price is that it'll be around four billion dollars. You won't put our money together and go do that. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine owning a team? That'd be pretty cool. I'll be like Jerry Jones part two. I'm the GM too. I I'm not, I'm not just I'm not gonna sit back here and just own the team. I want to control everything. So if we win, I take the credit. There's so many just like minority owners where you just get buy a minority stake, like yeah. one or two percent. Yeah. There used to be a guy that like worked in <clears throat> the corporate offices of Town Square Media. He's no he no longer does. And I remember somebody was like, Hey man, if you're ever in Atlanta, you know, a guy owns like the Hawks, I'm like, No, he doesn't. Like, oh yeah, yeah, he probably gets you tickets. And I looked it up and he he had a stake. He had a stake, but it yeah. was like a small stake. Yeah. I was like, man, all you need like I guess if I mean, dude, you you played for the Packers. You you know, you could no. you could purchase a stake. But the Packers are like, owned, is owned by the fans. I know though. that's what I'm saying. You could you could purchase and be like, I'm 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 an owner of the Packers. But I'm not living that lifestyle, so it wouldn't be that lifestyle. It wouldn't be if I'm the owner of a team, I'm getting private jets. I'm flying everywhere. You, you mean you mean you don't want to just be a fan that claims no, they own a team? No, I'm even I'm though they have no the fans that own the team, but they just spend money on the team Listen, by buying gear. Yo, like. Green Bay had this genius marketing idea several years ago. They sold it was like you can have a Christmas gift where as a fan you can spend money and you get the certificate that essentially shows proof that you do have ownership in the team. And it's like, well, they already do, technically. They don't right. have to buy it. And they sold so many because people wanted to buy it for their friends that were Packers fans so they could, like, frame it. Right. That was that was pretty smooth. Yeah, but I'm saying, though, like, that's cool for them. But I'm saying that if I was an owner of a team, Scott, everyday life for me is different. Like, I'm... You mean you're not working as a state trooper? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm yeah. not. I'm, like, it's private jets. It's... I'm doing a whole bunch of lavish things. Like I'm what? Not, Aside from flying privately, like what? You, you're not a James. You don't strike me as a, a lavish guy. Well, guess what? I'm not doing these interviews face to face anymore. But you still come on my show. Yeah, I still come on the show. But so I'm not going to be here. On? No, I'm going to be like somewhere. Like no, we, no, you would bring me with you. We just we could do the show where we could I do the show from the. I didn't say all that. I didn't say all that. You would still be here. And I will be in a different location. You let me hang out in the owners. Box? In a different time zone. Okay. Where are you going? Because we talking about the, the Broncos, right? So if you own the Saints, you just leave. You'd I leave didn't say the, the Saints. State. You You'd said the Broncos. You no, I didn't say. I said the Broncos will probably be for sale next year. But I, I didn't. know You were talking specifically about them. So you would buy the Broncos and just turn your back on the Saints. I wouldn't turn my back. So you would own another team at root for I, the No, listen, no, listen, no, no, listen. No, no, no. I definitely uh-huh. would own another team. I ain't gonna lie to you. I would. I mean, you know, I can't. You'd own the Falcons? Come on, man. Stop it. Hey, you just said If the it. Falcons offer me Because you could probably buy them for like 50 bucks. And I'm not doing it. I, I wouldn't do it. If the Falcons came to me and said, listen, we'll pay you millions of dollars to just run our organization, I, I probably would turn it down. I'm that loyal. No, you don't. Exactly. You're a mole. You'd go in, you'd take their money, and you'd run it into the ground. <laughs> you wouldn't even worry about your ego. You'd be like, that's fine. Y'all can rip me. I'll just be a mole. Right. And then, like, whenever they fire you, you have a press conference, and you you know you got a nice suit on, you button up with a tie, and then you loosen the tie, you rip open the shirt, you got oh, some Saint man. shirt on underneath. Like, yeah, I was really here to, to just, I don't know why y'all hired me in the first place, knowing I was from New Orleans. 
All right. So the Braves won the World Series. They can claim they're the champs. Best is a relative turn. They're the champs. We know in the NFC, when we're looking at football, the Falcons are a bottom feeder. Who's the best team in the NFC right now? Saints. Why would you even even ask me a question like that? Who who do you really think is the best team in the NFC? The Saints. All right. Emotions aside, now, who do you think the best team is? The Saints. You think they're the best team? Scott, I can't. I, I this is like my twelfth right. time on the show. <clears throat> you know, I physically and mentally cannot so, see another team. Rams, Cowboys, Cardinals. Do you think they're better than all them right now? Definitely. Honestly, I don't think the. I don't know. The Cardinals. I think they might like start to go downhill. I don't necessarily trust them yet. Green Bay looks good ever since they lost to us. Been there, yeah. But I, I just feel in my heart of hearts, and I could be wrong, but I just feel all you have to do against them is double cover Devontae Adams, and they literally can't do anything else. Against the Packers? Yes. I was watching the game, the Monday night It was a Monday night or a Sunday night game when they played against the 49ers, and they gave Aaron Rodgers the ball back with 37 seconds. Yeah, week three. And so left right Devontae. And I'm sitting there like... I'm like, are you serious? Like, the one person that you have to cover, you literally let him free release off the ball and catch two passes for, like, 20 yards each, field goal range, they win the game. I don't understand it. Okay, so who's next? Uh, The Cowboys. The Cowboys are good. They're okay. The Cowboys are good. They're okay. No, they're good. They're okay. They're good. We're going to see how good they uh, come December 2nd. They're good. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. And guess what? I'm at that the game. Cowboys too. are good. You're going to be at that game tomorrow night over Cajun Field. Definitely. Raging Cajun, a former Cajun, making waves in the NFL. We'll tell you about that. Talk a little bit about the game tomorrow. And uh, if James was uh, teaching his son some dance moves after the game. What did you game? I mean, you said you were going to do it. We got to see it. We got to hold you to it. See if, see if you actually did. I didn't. Dang it. All you know right, why, though? So much- <laughs> I didn't. You want to know why? Why? Because Boris came to town. Oh, Boris and Yama. Came to town. Former Atlanta Falcon Boris and Yama. Yeah, we don't, we, don't, we don't acknowledge yeah. that side of it. Yeah. We just- Remember he, you and him were in here one time and he was talking about how good they were to him? I was like, come on, Boris, they cut you. They weren't that good. Yeah, you got right. no, no love yeah. for them. Forget them. Yeah, forget them. He laughed. But he he really had me watching them though, like, and I I feel sick about that, dude. I mean, I'm I, I'm following the Niners who I can't stand because I really really like a player on their team. Yep. Phone lines are open. I see them lit up. We'll get to Josh and Mike who are on hold right now. When we come back, CSPN Lafayette, best ticket in sports. Don't go anywhere. Listen to ESPN 1420 1420. live on your desktop or mobile device via our mobile app and in connected cars and on smart speakers. Brought to you by Champagne's Market in the Oil Center. Champagne's going the extra mile. Hey, sports fans, this is Rich Eisen reminding you to catch the Rich Eisen Show every weekday from 12 to 3 on ESPN Lafayette. Now, back to more of the Great Scott Show with Scott Prather.
My understanding, Kay, is that Michael Thomas, the Saints star receiver who's been on the PUP list as of now and through the basically uh, right now from the entire season, uh, he is dealing with a new and separate ankle injury. Remember, he had ankle surgery this spring that put him on the sidelines through the beginning of the season. He now has a new issue, and I'm told in the last couple days he saw a specialist to try to ascertain when is he going to be back and what issues in fact need to be fixed. I talked to a source informed of the situation about when he is going to be able to be back. I was told it is unpredictable. So if you were wondering why the Saints behind the scenes tried to trade for a receiver yesterday while they talked to several teams about a potential deal that never ended up happening, this is why, because we do not know when Saints receiver Michael Thomas is going to be able to be on the field because of a new issue in his ankle. Welcome back into the Great Scott Show, ESPN Lafayette. You just heard that news. Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network broke it about 10 minutes ago. Michael Thomas, a new issue with his ankle. Scott, it all makes I don't sense think he, I don't think he's going to play this year. It all makes sense now. Seriously, it all makes sense. What makes sense, James? The phone call that I got. Oh, stop. No, I'm serious. It all makes sense. I mean, you have a different build than when you played in the NFL. Now that's what I'm saying. I play tight end. I let. Well, know. they don't need. They need help at receiver. No, they need help at tight end too. Come well, on, need, Scott. They need help. All Come on, please. What, why do you, Why do you try to trade? Why don't you actually trade Man, for a wide receiver? I I, I would have liked to see. I know they had a back and forth on Instagram or Twitter, or whatever. But I would I would have liked to see them go get Devontae Parker. I think that would have been awesome. I wouldn't have been worried about this news this news this morning. I'd have just been, it doesn't matter. I don't care. It is what it is. But for some reason, they didn't make the move. Maybe I I have to assume that maybe they talked to the Dolphins. I'm not sure. I maybe the action price was too high. You know, uh, Sean Payton needs to get called out for, for this, and I'll explain why in just a little bit. Right now, though, let's head to the phone lines. Good morning. Welcome into the Great Scott Show. Hello. It all makes sense, man. Kyle got it wrong. Michael Thomas is going to buy the Saints. That's what's going on. He's just trying to, <laughs> trying to stack his cash and get everything ready. You know what I'm saying? But, no, uh, I was actually calling to ask you about that. You you beat me to it, man. I My phone was blowing up when I saw it, and I was like, this is insane. I mean, do you think, do you think that this is a clear indication that maybe he just doesn't want to play, or do you think the injury is as severe as – I mean, we don't know. We're speculating, but – it just feels like he just doesn't want to play in a Saints uniform anymore. That's that's kind of the way it makes me feel. I, what do you guys I, think I, about that? I, I don't know, man. I can't say that because I know some players in their past history with the Saints when it comes to injuries, when it comes to being rushed back from injuries, when it comes to setback from injuries. This one is a lot more notable because he is a star player on a mega contract. Um, but I, I'm not... I don't blame anyone for thinking that because of the history with Michael Thomas and what went down and everything like that. He is he is different. Um, so I'm not going to blame you for feeling that way, but I won't go that far just because I know players that have been accused as much, and it turned out. Oh yeah, the team rushed their injury back, and they they were they had setbacks, and the fans were calling them out, and they were told you know just shut up and play. And Thomas he isn't going to do that. He's Right, you know, I, no, no, of course not. He's not trying to be like Ken Lewis and 
uh, bro and all these guys that, you know, were treated unwell. I just, I guess my, my issue and concern is I don't want him to play if he's not ready, but I've seen him play through hampering injuries and perform. So I, I guess I feel like, I don't know, part of me feels like he's maybe milking it, man, maybe doing the Kawhi Leonard approach. But uh, the reason why, other reason why I was calling was, um, so it appears, as you said, what you called it, that it's going to be Simeon or Hill. Uh, who do you think uh, gives the Saints a better chance to win now? And who do you think gives them a better chance to win over the, the length of the season? Because I feel like Taysom Hill would inter- inject some excitement into the offense, but I don't know if he's a, a long-term answer. What I mean by long-term answer, I mean long-term this season, not after the season. Who do you think basically would be the better answer if it were to go to the playoffs? And I'll hang up and listen. I don't know, man. See, my only thing with the Trevor Simeon and how he looked in the in the Bucks game is that they didn't have any film on him. So teams will play. They're they're going to come up a lot. They're not going to they come up. They're going to play against the short field. But uh, let me be clear: neither option is great, guys. Let's just be real. Oh, you know, Taysom was four and zero last year. He beat the Falcons twice, who were bad. Right. The other win was against Denver, who was playing a practice squad wide receiver at quarterback in that game. Exactly. Um. And then they lost at Philly. Um, I think I think with Taysom, the issue that we saw that didn't seem like it it had progressed or improved when we saw him in the preseason. Oh, it's a preseason. Well, he was competing for the starting job. So he was out there. He was not just bleeping around. He was trying to win the job. His feel in the pocket for when to run and when not to, like Trevor Simeon is not, if you if you if you've watched any of his games at Denver, you know anything about his career, he's not the kind of guy that when a play breaks down is going to be able to make things happen. Um, in terms of here's option A, B, and C, say Hut make one of those happen. He's not bad at that. He's serviceable at that. Right. A, B, and C in there, you're looking at a sack, a turnover, an incompletion. I, I can't I can't agree with you more, man. I think you know I. I I assess the QB situation, I think, a little more intensely than anyone else because I've played on the offensive side of the ball, and I I kind of understand the position. Um, and just like you said, man, I think Taysom, if option A isn't there, he struggles to find B. Yeah. I, I, well, he struggles with that. I was, I was talking about Simeon in terms but, of – Yeah, but, but I'm saying – But for Taysom, you're right. It's kind of option A or now I got to run, which it's but, like. But he's hesitant with that, though. Yeah. I'm like, if, if A isn't there and you struggle with finding B, you have the ability to run, go. He, Take it's, off. It's weird because if if he, I, I don't think he's, in terms of just purely throwing the football, it's not like it's like you would we'd put him up there with the best of them. But if he had the right feel at the quarterback position, not at the Swiss Army knife, I'm going to be in the wildcat or I'm going to be in the shotgun. Right. In terms of just a strictly, okay, you're QB1, the feel of when to run and when not to, if he had that feel in the pocket, I think this isn't even a debate. I think, oh, well, you roll with Taysom because it, it might not be an incredible option, but it's definitely the best. But he doesn't have – remember in the preseason, he wasn't running at all. Uh, last year, I think they might have told. Last him year, everybody run. was like, you know, oh, he's going to run a ton, and it turned out in those four games he he threw it more. Um, but I I think there's a couple of things at play. One of them is, I think Sean's got the concussion protocol. Taysom's expected to get out, but he has he has that 
that spade in his pocket to say, okay, well, well, because of that, because he's been out for a while, Trevor will start this week. And then he gets another look at Trevor Simeon as the starter and Taysom easing back into it, but in his other role where he's much more effective. The other thing is that role, James. We just talked about it. The Saints receivers, I mean, exactly. with respect, you, sh- you probably could go make the team right now. Exactly. Well, like, could, you know, come on, Scott. I could make what? the team if Michael Thomas was there. Like, Yeah, is- I mean, well, you're right. That's how bad. I mean, Marquez Callaway is your number one. Who is your number two receiver? Uh, well, it's Deontay Harris. He's good. I think Deontay Harris might be the number but, one. Well, he, may, he might be. But, like, he's, he's missed time. He's prone to injury. And, I mean, Kevin White? Little Jordan Humphrey? Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills? Yeah. Like, that's what you got? I mean, it is it is rough right now. You don't have a big playmaker at tight end either. And so, Taysom Hill, he's a playmaker. He makes things happen. And so, if you put him at quarterback, now you've lost that. In a year where it'd be one thing if you were stacked on offense and he was just this sort of extra right. little bonus. Oh, you got a joker card in the deck. That's not what this is. It, that would be, shoot, he's a he's a jack and you've... You know, you maybe have one jack and a bunch of fours and twos. Like, good luck winning that that hand of poker. So I think this Sunday he rolls with Simeon. And if Trevor Simeon is just serviceable, I don't expect him to go out and light the world on fire, but if he's just serviceable and Sean Payton, you know, designs a game plan around him and it's Atlanta, so they might he might look okay, then I think he ends up rolling with Trevor for the whole year. But I think he's going to be noncommittal all week. Mm-hmm. I think on Sunday they start Simeon. Play Taysom in the Swiss Army Knife role. Right. And based on what happens Sunday, the following week, they'll kind of go from there and adjust, and we'll see what they do at Tennessee. I don't know, man. I think kind of what you alluded to, that Michael Thomas news changes everything for me and what I thought, who, like, who I thought the Saints were going to start. I think now, more than ever, you need Taysom Hill in that role. Like, you can't afford not to have In the Swiss him. Army Knife role. Right, right. because because... I remember we talked about it last time. He's out there actually running routes. Like, as the Mm H-back is, you know, as a wideout, he's actually out there. You know, he's actually out there doing it. Right now with that Michael Thomas news coming out, I don't think you can afford to not have him in that role. So, And like I said, Sean Payton, he's a great coach. We could be totally wrong. Sunday could come. He'd be like, well, it takes me to start quarterback. And we'll just have to just roll with it. But I believe you have to start Simeon and keep Taysom Hill in that role that he's in. When I wrote my story this week about, you know, the six or seven options that the Saints, realistic options that the Saints could have a quarterback, I had that as number one, but I made it clear I don't think it's the best option. I just think it's the best of what you could do. Phillip Rivers was just like, yeah, I'm interested, sure. No. I haven't got a call from him, but he made it clear. I wonder what the – he's coaching no. a, a, a small high school team – they're probably like, dang, coach, you just gonna bail on us? I think the season He's over. Like, oh yeah, I think their season's over with. They're eight and three. They don't. They don't play in the playoffs. At I don't know. I just heard that the Catholic. season was over. with. Oh, okay, I thought regular season. Oh, you know what? Maybe they lost the playoff game. Maybe. Yeah, but you know who might be coming back though? The big number nine. No, man. that's not happening either. How you know? How you know that? You know, know that? I know. How you know? I know. This dude was like it's the number happening. one trending topic on it's Twitter for like the last. Like 48 Drew's hours. Not, Drew's not coming back. But why not? This is the perfect situation. It would be like if Simeon and then Hill and then Ian Book, like if all those guys get hurt and they're in the playoffs, maybe Drew's like, all right, let me let me come in and try to sling. I don't think, I don't think he's doing anything. 
He's not. He's not coming. He's not coming out. Scott, of that. if you if you were Drew in this situation, would you come back? Not right now. No. Come on, man. The dude had. Disrupted he didn't go to everything. training camp. He missed half of the seat. You should be refreshed by now. Refreshed, or 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 another way to look at it is hasn't played football at all. He played football for like. 30 years. He don't need a, re- a reminder how to do that. Philip Rivers is the one saying, I've been staying ready. Drew did not say that. Drew has not Trust been me, out there staying Drew has ready. Been staying ready. And if he, if he was, he wouldn't have said, uh, no, uh, I'll be here next week. I'll be calling the Notre Dame. I've seen him under the Claiborne no, Bridge. <laughs> oh, no, that would, that wasn't. That was just a homeless person. No, I James. know it. That, that was, was Drew. Not, I've seen was, him. I've seen him. Really? So he was throwing the ball with the, the homeless community. Yeah, he was they're helping bright, them out. They're throwing routes. He's I not, he's not even living in New Orleans. I know. He's in San Diego, right? Uh, some, uh, who knows? ESPN Lafayette, Scott Prather, James Butler, Elijah Mitchell making things happen. The Cajuns have a game tomorrow night. James got some thoughts. Jude Walker, our friend from 97.3 The Dog, a lifelong Braves fan. James has some questions for him about that, but... Jude's a good dude, and he's feeling good today. We'll get his thoughts on the Braves winning the World Series. The Pelicans lost another game. The organization is not telling anybody anything about Zion Williamson. The question has been asked, who plays first, Zion or Michael Thomas? I've been saying Zion, and he might not play for a couple of weeks, so the Michael Thomas news doesn't surprise me at all. We'll unpack that more as well. Plus, the college football playoff committee reminding you that it really is just a P5 Invitational. Exactly. All of that and more coming your way after this. On ESPN Lafayette, best ticket in sports. I'm Scott Prather. That's James Butler. We're right back right after this. The Great Scott Show. And as they head into the final furlong, all of the other radio stations and radio hosts are left in the wake of a keen turn of speed by the Great Scott Show, the champion. With Scott Prather. Steal the show. On ESPN 1420 and ESPN1420.com. Welcome into the Great Scott Show, ESPN Lafayette, one zero three three on the FM dial, fourteen twenty on the AM dial, streaming worldwide. If you are listening to us via the stream, it is brought to you by Champagne's Market on the Wilson or Champagne's going the extra mile. Mm, good groceries. We got some cheese curds there. They got all kind of good stuff. Any of fresh fruit, I always get wide wine selection as well. It's it's you can get caught up at Champagne's. You, start, you go in to get, pick up one thing, and you're like, oh, wait, snap. I think I'm, oh, I, wait, no, now I need this. Um, Michael Thomas has a new injury to his ankle, as um, has been reported by Ian Rappaport. Saints tried to address their receiver situation. Reportedly, there was some talk surrounding Odell Beckham Jr. Couldn't make it work due to the remaining money on his contract. There was some talk about uh, the Giants' Darius Slayton, but then Sterling Shepard and Dante Pettis suffered injuries on Monday night, so then the Giants were a lot more shorthanded there. Um, so it looks like you're going to have to Wait, roll with... Who who suffered injuries for the Giants? Pettis and who? Uh, Sterling Shepard. He got injured on Monday night? They suffered an injury. I don't know the severity of it, but yeah. 
So now you're rolling with Callaway and Traquan Smith and Dante Harris and Lil Jordan Humphrey and Kevin White. Although Kevin White technically is still in the practice squad, so he might actually get uh, he got ele- you can only elevate a player from the practice squad to the active roster on game day twice in a season, and uh, he's now done that. So might not be long before he's there. There is no timetable for uh, for for Michael Thomas to return. His return date off the pup is uh, unpredictable, as Ian Rappaport put it this morning. We have been chatting about that. Eight after the hour. Jude Walker's going to be in at 8.30. Talk about his Braves winning it all, something that James is pretending to be really upset about. <laughs> Elijah Mitchell. Let's talk about him for a second. The Erath native, Ragin' Cajun alum, He's missed two games this year because of injuries. He's only played five NFL games. And he is in the running for NFC Offensive Rookie of the Year, maybe NFL Rookie of the Year. The guy is just, his yards after contact are incredible. Because he's rushed for over 100 yards in three games this year. He led all rushers last week in Week 8 by a bunch Rushed for 137 yards at Soldier Field, 135 of which were after contact. He has rushed for 350 yards after contact this year. He's rushed for 433 in five games. Only two behind Najee Harris, the leading rookie rusher, but Harris has played more games than him. They got this guy in the sixth round, James. Sixth round. And I think he went to the perfect team as far as, like, running the ball, you know. And we and you know they he's only caught four passes like and you so know he's he, got hands oh, you yeah, know I mean, you saw what he could do there I I just after he had that that pro day at UL where he ran you know unofficially like a four three two forty and great in the broad jump the vertical I I thought he was going to move up to like third or fourth round but he just stayed put at the sixth and now he's he's making it happen for San Francisco he is man and I'm I'm happy for him and. I'm excited because he's, you know, showing that we have a lot of talent at UL, you know, and and that's a great exposure for the school. And keep pushing, man, because I'm excited to see it. And I'm not a 49ers fan, but I'm a Elijah Mitchell fan. So you got Elijah McGuire on the Chiefs practice squad. You've got Trey Regis on the Raiders practice squad. Raymond Kale is on the Rams, but he's on IR. All right. That's four backs that, at least from a, if you if you're including the practice squad, four UL running backs on NFL rosters, and some people feel like they got a few at UL right now that have huh. NFL futures. They definitely. What do. do you What do you see in those guys? Man, I have to say shout out to Jaluk first and foremost, Coach Jabbar Jaluk, running backs coach. Yeah, he's he's incredible, and I had to say shout out because you know that was my coach at Carr before Katrina, so I've been knowing him so. Um, just the 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 fact that we recruit well enough to get these guys, and once we get them, they are being coached up to the best of their ability. is is awesome, man. And and like I said, the exposure that they they're giving the university is just incredible. And you know, I wish those guys nothing but the best. 11 after the hour of 8 o'clock. Tomorrow night, Georgia State. Cajuns have to keep winning if they want to host the Sun Belt Conference Championship game. 
You drop one, it's likely going to be in Myrtle Beach. Keep winning. You have any reason to think they won't win tomorrow? I have no reason at all. Now, Georgia State's better than Texas State. They are. They're 4-4, four and four, right? Uh, Cajun's right now a 12-point betting favorite in terms of those that follow that. But, yeah, they're 4-4. They're four and four. You know, their wins aren't against any great teams. But, you know, they were up on Auburn late um, in the fourth quarter. I mean, they've won three in a row. What's, what's, what's happening here with uh, this game tomorrow night? Is this going to be a, a, a game like we saw Saturday, or is this going to be one like we saw the previous Thursday? Or somewhere in between? I think somewhere in between. Georgia State is not a, they're not a bad team. Um, I expect it to be a little closer, but, I mean, I'm thinking maybe 21-point win. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't expect it to be close, but you got to be careful with saying things like that because I know this is not the same and it's, it's kind of unrelated, but the way the Sun Belt is set up, like you've seen how close Troy played Appalachian State. I know, Coast Carolina, right? seen that I was watching that game and so you, you can't take none of these teams lightly you know so um we've seen what happened against Arkansas State I was at that game so I expect us to go out and perform well um I think Napier does a good job of getting the guys prepared I think that he does a good job of not overlooking any, you know in any games anything like that so I expect it to be I expect us to win by 21. And outside of the Nichols game, I mean, the home games at Cajun Field, uh, they've, they've been dominant. They've won, and they won by a lot. Second to last home game. It's on ESPN. Show up. Be loud. James will be there. Not working. He will not be in his state trooper uniform. Will not be. It must be That's nice when you get to go to the road games and you're just, you're on the clock. I'm not actually on the clock, though. I'm basically volunteering. So you don't get paid for that? No, I don't. See, I love my university enough that I, I, I volunteer my time. So when, whenever you and whenever Jeff Mitchell, who's done it, y'all just, that's just because well, you're alums and you love it? I don't know his situation because. All right, so you, you just do that? They just ask if you want to and yeah, you do it? And I, and I volunteer my time. Come so on. shout out to Dr. Maggot. I hope you're listening. You know, this is, this is what I do. He'll be know. on tomorrow. All right, ESPN. Can you, can you tell him for me? Can you tell him that I said that? That this is what you do? Can you tell him that I volunteer my time? I say he will volunteer his time, but only for road games. I mean, but can't like, come on, Scott, you have to dress it up nicely for me. Like, you have to say, you know, like you have to be like, he cares about the university I enough. think he knows that, but sure, I'll do that. I, I'm listening, Scott. I'm listening for real. Like, oh, I I, oh you, you want me to do it on the air? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll have to, you'll have to sh- shoot me a text for mine. Your homework for tomorrow is know, to at least say something. Say something about me tomorrow that's right. nice. I'll try. Try. Are, are the phone lines going to be open? Yeah. Okay. That's I mean, all I need I, to know. I guess. I don't know. That's all I need It'll to know. be open for you. That's all I need to know. Quarter after eight, ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Saints stand pat at the trade deadline. Wise move, bad move, your thoughts. <sighs> As far as, like, not making a move? Correct. Because uh, saying they almost made moves does nothing. I mean, that's, 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 that's just the Danny Ainge syndrome, where every year when he was with the Celtics, it was, 
the Celtics almost made these big right. moves. Yeah. That was it all the every single yeah. year it felt. Well, let me ask you this. Is this unrelated or related to the phone call that I got yesterday? Like, is that like, do I have to add that in there? Because technically, we don't yeah. know. For those that are just listening, James had a call from an unknown number, which we all get all the time. And he seems to think that he seems to think it might have been Jeff Ireland. What well, can I can I explain myself? Yeah, it said Metairie. Okay. Oh, so it had the actual number attached. Yes. Oh, well, you said unknown. Well, call the number back. I'm scared to because no. what if what In if fact, it, I think you should give me the number and we can try calling it right now. We'll just see what happens. Oh, Scott, trying to get you caught up, man. We'll I'm just not we'll doing see it. what I'm happens. I'm not doing it. Come on, it would be good radio. And then if it's not Jeff, I'll just be like, all right. See, you, you just, come on. Not doing it. See, now, what are you worried about? I'm scared, man. Scared of what? I don't know. Just, what if it is them? <laughs> then then I get to be your agent, and I'll just I, roll with it. Yeah, all right, that's that's. I'm that's representing James Butler. That's, you could have been my agent when it was when it was serious, because I didn't have one. We had that conversation. Yeah, you, so, you, you, you bounced. You did that all on your own whenever you got that trial with Cincinnati and then made it to Green Bay. You could have sent those emails for me, man. I mean, I, I, give me the number. All right, man. Off air, I give you the number. No, no, we need to do it. We need to do this live right now. No, Scott. Come on. No, man. People want to hear it. So, like, anything could happen. Would this be a thing? Like, if I get signed on like live radio, if like it really is like now. See, now you're making me feel guilty because you're you're actually you actually are getting your hopes up, and we know I'm not getting my hopes up. That's why I didn't answer the phone. This is all right. Let's get back to what I was going to ask you. What I did ask you. Okay. But I still want to make that call before we leave at <laughs> nine. Before we leave at nine, we're making that call. Jude Walker coming up bottom of the hour. His Braves World Series champs. They 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 should have made a move, right? I like I said. I think wasn't Devontae Parker available? Or am I dreaming that? Wasn't he on the on the? There on was the, some chatter that he might be up for grabs. I, I don't I don't know that they made the made the call though. I think that was the move to make, in my opinion. You know, I just, I don't understand. I have to assume that they knew this Michael Thomas news was going to come out. Oh, yeah. I I think Sean has known for a while based on how he's responded to questions about it. I can't think. I I just don't believe that the only call that they made was to order back. I mean, get anybody. Golden Tate is still available. Um, we could have got Willie Sneed back. He's, you can still get him. He's sitting on Carolina's practice squad. Yeah, but there's some kind of beef between him and Peyton. There's got to be. You think so? Absolutely. But I, I heard Sean Payton say that one time that he kind of you know relishes the opportunity to yeah. you know <laughs> develop these receivers, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. that's cool. And uh, but we trying not. to go places, man. No, it's not. Yeah, you know, we trying to go places. But it may, I mean, again. That's why he's the head coach. He knows better than me. I don't know anything. So maybe he, you know, I, like I said before, I believe in Callaway. You may not, but I do. I think Callaway's good. I just don't think he's a true number one. That's that's Well, he's going to be the number one this year, no, Scott. He, he, so he, he is, technically. We got to roll with I it. Think if he's your, I think if he's your true number one, it, it shows you that, you know, the top of your wide receiver chart is it's lacking. Um. Like but, it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult. Like Simeon, Taysom Hill, whatever. Simeon, he attacked the short areas. He worked the middle of the field a lot. Teams are gonna play that differently now. 
Did you see the um, dig that he threw to Callaway? That was, nice. that was sweet, that was man. Nice. I ain't gonna lie, it was sweet. Um, the Saints are gonna try to make it work, but without Michael Thomas, it's one of the weaker receiving units in the NFL, and they're gonna have to try to manufacture offense. Having Mark Ingram is 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 a plus. Obviously, Alvin Kamara's one of the best, but uh, this is gonna be a team. It's going to be kind of like the 2000 Saints. Lean on the defense. You lose a bunch of players, skill position players. You're losing players on offense, but you have a strong O-line, and you got strong special teams. That's how you're going to – you're just going to have to win in creative ways. Like, as much as they blew out Green Bay, I don't think they're blowing anyone out again. Although, if they they blew out the Falcons, that'd be pretty funny. Oh, yeah, definitely. That'd be funny. But, you know, like, I was watching the Falcons game for unknown reasons. Don't blame me. Do you think that, and this is an unrelated question, but I just have to ask. No, ma, I'm not going to ask you no more. I don't wanna, what? I don't do that. I don't want to do that. How would, why would you set something like that up and then just bounce? Because you already said no one cares and I'm not. I'm oh, oh, yeah. No, you're about to say a fantasy thing? I just had to ask a question. Like, do you think I should play Mark Ingram no, this nobody, week in fantasy? Nobody, nobody cares. I'm just asking a question. Nobody cares. Well, somebody call in and let me know the answer to this question, please. I just want to know if I should play Mark Ingram this week. Because obviously their run defense is terrible. I've watched the Panthers run up and down. Who are your Who are your other options? Listen, nobody Jay. cares. All right, that's that's cold, man. Jude cold. Walker will be in at a thirty. Shout Coming out to Jude, next, though, His Braves are World Series champs. First college football playoff rankings released last night. We got to dig into that. Cincinnati is sixth. Why, why did they do that to them, though? That's not even fair. We'll talk about it next. I'm Scott. That is James Butler, former UL and NFL wide receiver, friend of mine, friend of yours, friend of all, unless you're a Falcons fan. Don't go anywhere. Exactly. We're back after this. What up, guys? I'm here to tell you about the DraftKings Sportsbook that's coming to Louisiana. I'm not talking about the fantasy aspect of DraftKings, which is awesome. I'm talking about the actual sports book because it won't be long until you can bet on all your favorite sports from the comfort of your own home and to celebrate DraftKings Sportsbook is giving customers $100 in free bets when you sign up before they go live. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook giving $100 in free bets just for signing up today. No deposit required. It's bringing their experience as a leader in daily fantasy sports to the sports betting world and have created one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, DraftKings Sportsbook. In the meantime, while they're preparing to launch the DraftKings Sportsbook in Louisiana, you can play right now for huge cash prizes with the DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. Download the the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code 1420 when you sign up because when you do, $100 in free bets to use on mobile sports betting in Louisiana as soon as it hits. That's code 1420 to get $100 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-877-770-STOP. Must be 21 or older. Louisiana only. Availability varies by parish. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Welcome back into the Great Scott Show, ESPN Lafayette. 
1033 on the FM dial, 1420 on the AM dial. Dan Patrick coming up at 9. James Butler in studio with me right now. He's feeling a little down this morning. Braves fans are feeling up. They're World Series champs. Jude Walker from 97.3 The Dog. Friend of mine, lifelong Braves fan. James has a few questions for him, but he's going to tell us how he's feeling in just a couple minutes. He'll be in studio with us. We got some emails, uh, Clark emails. He says, Scott, does James Butler have Jameis Winston's phone number? If so, maybe when James is re I think he meant to say maybe when James is rehabbing. Maybe when James is rehabbing, James can give him some tips on how he recovered from an ACL, which apparently didn't impact him at all. all right, so Clark's been listening for a while this morning. Man, shout out to Clark, man. Clark, yeah, you're right, man. Now, the ACL deal, it varies from person to person. One person might come back four months. Next person, it might take eight. So you never know, man. I, I just had a a different circumstance, you know, to where I technically didn't need my ACL. So um, the rehab is strenuous. So I, I just I, – but the one thing about Jameis, I know he's going to work hard. I know he's going to fight to come back. I just hope that he's in the Saints uniform next year, you know. <sighs> College football playoff. Let's shift gears for a moment before Jude comes in. Um, released last night, and I was not surprised at all because I was. This is what the committee has done in the past. But how is that fair? It doesn't. Well, why would you think they would suddenly have a change of heart or change their Georgia one, Bama two, Michigan State three, Oregon four, Ohio State five, Cincinnati six? How does Cincinnati go all the way to six like that? Undefeated. They've beaten the number ten team. You got Minnesota, who's lost three games, who's number 20. Huh? You have an undefeated UT San Antonio team that's not in there at all. Um, not in there at all. Minnesota doesn't have any notable wins, but they put Minnesota in there so they could justify having Ohio State as high as they have. That way they could say, oh, they have a top 20 dominant road win. You know, Ohio State doesn't have a signature win and has a loss this year. And they're ahead of Cincinnati. Um you, the only G5 team in the rankings is Cincinnati. It's bad. It's bad. Let's circle back to that. Right now, look at that man right there, James. All he's decked his, out, he's man. He's all decked gear out. On. He's feeling good. I had some buddies that say, you know, we, we can't gloat. To, to hell we can gloat. Who, who would tell you that? I don't, some dummies. I don't know. Uh, are, are, they, are they, well. Are they, they they're trying to be nice because they got Astro fans friends. But so these are these are these are fellow Braves fans. Yeah, fans yeah, they're just gloat. too nice. That's what sports is all about. You gloating after you win. When you win the championship. Yes. Oh man, you beat your chest. There was nobody in the building when I walked in, but I was doing the tomahawk chop. I oh I, I don't know I don't know if you should do that. Oh well, dude. But yeah, no, hey. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 sing it. Well, look at that. Um, Jude, Jude Walker, <laughs> why, are you, why are you a lifelong Braves fan? And is, is the Cliff's Notes version as simple as they were on TBS and you watched them? Yes. I, hate to, I hate to be cliche, but yeah, that's kind of... But, but you know, like the Astros weren't on TV. I, I'm, a, I'm a homer. I, I pull for my local teams. I'm a Raging Cajun. I'm a New Orleans Saints fan, but we, we don't have a team in Louisiana. Yeah, well, you don't root for the Pelicans. Sorry, I had to call you out. Well, you don't root for the Pelicans? 
well, we didn't have a team when I was a kid. So I'm an Atlanta Hawks fan. But yeah, we, we digress. Yeah, I mean, shh. You a Hawks fan too? Yeah. Oh my gosh, man, this that's blasphemy. <laughs> that's all right. That's right. But he does, from the, they're from the South. He does hate the Falcons. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, Come I'm, on, man. I'm corrected most things in life. Anyway, we digress. But yeah, you know, I was I went through the lean years. So how old were you when they won the the, the championship in '95? I was in. I was just out of high school. I was 18. Did it feel as Does it feel as good now as it did then? Absolutely. So it's you know you're 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 enjoying yourself today. Oh yeah, life is good. Even when they were up by seven runs, and they were a strike away, were you still nervous that they were going to somehow blow it? Oh no, no, I felt good. Okay, Max Fried looked good from the get go. It was like he was trying really hard, and he just stunk it up the last couple times he was out there. It just felt right. But no, you you nervous the whole game. George Solar, I mean, has that thing? I mean, he, I, I got it. Land, it landed on my back porch. I had to report a one eight seven because he he murdered, <laughs> he murdered a baseball last night. Into left, and the Braves lead three nothing here in the third. That thing was over the train <laughs> track, man. That, cool. uh, I I couldn't. At that point, I was just like, I I think the Braves are actually going to do it. They're yeah. actually going to do it. Uh, I am no Braves fan, but I have friends that are. So one I of was, these days, was, the Metropolitans will I win was, it all. I was happy. Yeah, it's been since '86. <laughs> since '86. They get that Degrom fella right, and you can pitch him every other day. The Mets aren't good. I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to try to. You know, people people accuse me of being negative only when it comes to the Mets well, yeah. and the Pelicans. Yeah, I, and I, the Saints sometimes. No, too. no, I, I love the Saints. Come on, I, I'm a realist with the Saints. I'm not over the top that. like you are. I'm a realist. Uh, I'm not over the top. Don't listen to that. As oh, a, okay. he's, As he's, a, he's, he's emotional. I'm, listen, he's I was emotional, emotional about the only thing I was emotional about that I can attest to and agree with. Was James Winston being hurt? Oh yeah, that I, was tough. I was, I was, I was almost in tears. Is that the only thing you've been? That's the only about? thing. That's Everything else true. I said has been really factual, like we talked about on the last show. Mm-hmm. But that's the one thing that I had to come in and acknowledge. I might be a bit emotional about him Number being hurt. Well, you know? and, that's, and that's understandable. Yeah, I think yeah. everyone feels like, like for, for example, he asked me who was the best team in the NFC. I said the Saints. Like, how can you expect me the same thing else? That's like, you know. But that's fan you, emotions in them. How is that fan emotion? Like, that's not. Like, you know. that's. How well, you got to go with the facts. I don't know if we are now. No, they're not. We got a good defense. And, yeah. you know, defense travels. True. That's true. That's it the does. good thing about having a good defense. Right. Anyway, Drew, right. Drew's just, he, we got to let him go. He's, he's on 97.3 The Dog, but he is celebrating. Woo-hoo! He's got his Braves gear on. Uh, watch out for the chop. But you sing it. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Now he's just flailing around. Are you okay? It looks like he's having like a... All right, all right. Hey, congratulations, man. Thank you, buddy. All right, that is Jude Walker in his Braves gear, enjoying life. Man, it must be nice to win a championship. Would you be that excited if the Mets won? I'd be pretty excited. Not, it wouldn't compare to like the Saints or, or if the Pelicans ever won, which I don't know that they ever will. It wouldn't compare to that, but I'd be really excited. Speaking like I don't... I. I I don't have time. I used to watch when I was younger. I used to watch like every Mets game. I don't. I don't have the time to do that. Okay. I don't have the time to commit to 162 games. Now, 
I do watch them. They're the, it's like the only regular season baseball I ever watch is the Mets, but I can't watch all those games. All right. And if they're in the postseason, I'll watch every one. But I'm I'm not going to sit here and try to act like I'm. They're just I, I just I always just expect the worst from my Mets, and so if you expect the worst from a team that usually gives it to you, you're not as disappointed when it when it all happens. Are you a Zephyrs fan? Uh, no, but they're not around anymore. I know. I was just. I was just. <laughs> I mean, dude, back in college, I'd hit up Thirsty Thursdays at Zephyr oh, Field. Those man. are good times. Those are good times. I don't know anything about that, man. Remember when they changed their name to the Baby Cake? Yeah, I remember that. Oh my! God. I remember that. That was. I think they're in Tulsa now or something. Now speaking of Pelicans, so you know, I worked last night, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm doing my paperwork. And I, I, I remember what oh, the Pelicans are playing like they're playing the Suns. So quickly, just got on Google real quick, checked the score. We were up like 61-52. So the night goes on, the shift, you know, I'm going through the shift or whatever. It's like 4 a.m. at this point. I just cleared up on a crash. And something came to my mind and said, Check to see if the Pelicans won. Mm. And I said, okay. So I went on Google again, typed it in, and I see we lost like 112 to 100. 100. And I'm like, how did this happen? Well, they're, they're, they're young. They're inexperienced. They didn't have Brandon Ingram. Everyone knows they don't have Zion Williamson. Um, Devontae Graham played, but he, he was a game-time decision. He was hurt. You're playing against somebody with the – Savviness of a Chris Paul, who, by the way, last night became a moved up to third all time in NBA history in career assists. The former New Orleans Hornet. What does that say about Jason Kidd that he has like two thousand more assists to catch him? And like then, that's crazy. Say about John Stockton, right? But but it's crazy because Chris Paul has been in the league for a long time. So to think that he has two thousand more assists to catch Jason Kidd is crazy in itself. I mean, Jason Kidd has 12,091 all-time. That's pretty – I mean, Jason Kidd's one of the greats. Played 19 seasons, though. I mean, Chris Paul is like, what, 14 or something like that? Chris Paul is at 16, I think, or 15. So, yeah, he'll – if he plays 19, he could he could do it. He could do it. I mean, I, he might – John Stockton played 19 seasons, too. Um, Shout-out to the New Orleans Jazz. Well, he was never on the New Orleans. Yet. I know, but I just felt like I need. He to could catch. He could catch. He could catch. Kid, he's not. No one's catching Stockton ever. Got well, fifteen thousand eight hundred six assists. No one's ever touching that. You don't that's think so? A, no, that's an unbreakable record. Unbreakable. Plus, how many point guards are there currently that's, that play that style? That play that style. Lonzo. <laughs> What's so funny? I don't know. Just... What is so funny? No, I don't know. It's just the thought of anyone thinking Lonzo Ball would like somehow play 19 years and get like 15,100 assists is just, I don't know. It was funny. It was good. It was good. You made me laugh. I needed that. <laughs> that was good. Okay. No, like, so, I, I shouldn't laugh because I know I'm not laughing at you. I I know what you mean in terms of a, a point guard that is going to be more assist oriented than, than other right. things. I know what you mean. It's just... You think Chris Paul, Jason yeah, Kidd, yeah, John I, I Stockton, you. you're thinking of like all-time greats. What about then, LeBron, though? He, is he close? No, no, he's not close. I mean, LeBron will have all kind of records. No one's, no, one's touching, no one's touching Stockton. 
And Paul might pass kid, maybe. And if he does, that's that's pretty impressive. Did you play high school basketball? I did not. I wish I was. I just wasn't good enough. Did you try out though? I played in the city, like okay. when I was in high school. I made the all star team. Okay, All right. in the city league, okay. but I wasn't. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, no, I didn't try out. What position? I was, I was. I was. I was a point guard. Yeah. So who, who did you emulate? Like who did you try I don't to play? Remember, like? this was so many years nah, ago. I know you remember. I, I'm pretty I, sure you remember. I was. I we had a uh, uh, we had a power forward named Jason. He was really good. Okay. And um, I I I led the I led the league in assists. I knew. I see. I knew. I averaged like averaged like five points a game. Okay. But I but I my assists were high because Jason. I mean, he just we won the league. We won the league. And you you were you CSA. were a starter. Like you started, I mean, dude. I was. I, I made. Of course, I made the All Star. I'm just asking you because you make the All Star game on, on the bench. I mean, I don't know. I'm just no, asking. No, no. I was on the bench for the All Star team. And okay. We lost in the tournament, and I don't know the third or fourth round or something. But as many years ago. Okay. Gosh, I'm not mad at you, man. This was. That was. We're going back. I mean, this. When I was in, Jim Moore was still the coach of the Saints when this yeah, was that's happening. A, that's a while. So it's been a minute. It's been a minute. All right. Do you, do, like so, if or he had just finished being the coach of the Saints. If we were building your character on NBA 2K right now, and we had to, we had to make your, I guess your 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 profile. What would it say? Like, would it say facilitator? Would it say defense? Say, like, what would it say? Hustle. <laughs> Makes up for lack of athleticism <laughs> with great hustle. Tremendous ball handler. Okay. I could, I, you know, I didn't turn it over. I didn't turn it over. Um, you knew all the plays. I didn't take the- bad shots, unlike a lot of kids on the team. I knew if we're going to win, just toss it to a guy if he's wide open or get it into Jason. And if they're not guarding you, just go get a layup. I mean, right. It wasn't like I was like right. throwing up shots from the outside. Pretty much all my shots were just like near the basket. Or at the line. I, I, mean, I, haven't, I haven't thought about this in a long time. That's what's up, man. I need to go see if I still have my old CSA All-Star jersey. Yeah, somewhere. please. Even my mom has it. Yeah, please, like, bring that out. I don't think, I don't know if it fit anymore. I was pretty, it was a lot lighter. Yeah. A lot lighter. Bring that wait, back out, man. Wait, you, you played high school ball at uh I did a little something, something. <laughs> you know. Did you play high school I did, basketball? Yeah, I, mean, I did a little something, something, Scott, you know. What does that mean, something, something? Did you play for four years? Or I, you, I, you... I came off the bench. Oh, really good. Did more than most of us. But you know, like, my coach told me, I don't know how true this is. He could have just been. But he told me, he said that he, like, he wanted me to come off the bench because he knew that I could lead the second unit. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. I mean, I don't care. You know, I just... I knew all the sets. I knew all the defense. You know, I knew the defense. I, you know, I didn't shoot unnecessary shots. You know, that's good. And then you were, and then you got an athletic scholarship to play football. If I had to, if I had to, like compare myself to a basketball player, I like how you asked yourself because I wasn't even going there. <laughs> <laughs> James, who would you compare? You're just waiting. I could tell I you're just to... waiting for me to ask, and I, I wouldn't. And you finally just did it yourself. If I had to compare myself. Okay. Hmm. Is this modern day or is this like James? I, you, these you're the one asking all the <laughs> questions uh, to yourself. Why are you looking at all me? All right. Next question. Next. Are question. you going to ask yourself the question? Nah. James, who I'm, would you compare yourself? Who's your, who do you try to model your game after when you played high Scottie school? Scotty Pippen. Oh, all right, all right. I like it. 
I used to like Scottie Pippen because he was like the oh, second I love, guy. I love like, Scottie you know. Pippen. I love Scottie Pippen. He was he was a people like oh well Jordan and it, Pippen was like it, it's not like well Jordan left the Bulls. It's not like the Bulls were like. They made the playoffs. Yeah, they were like the four seed. Pippen yeah. was like took. I think they took a team to set. They took the Knicks maybe to seven games. He was the MVP of the All Star game. Like he was great. I I, I I it gets annoying when they're like he's not a like top fifty player all the time. It's like you better check yourself. Yeah, I Jordan, agree with you. Jordan Jordan was Jordan's the goat. But let's not act like he didn't play with Hall of Famers. So you don't think LeBron is the goat? You think Jones is the goat? Yes. Um, Troy's got a question for you, your boy Troy. What's up, Troy? Now, I think this is a throwback to when you were making predictions about the Saints having MVP of the league this year. Troy says he's just wondering, do the Pelicans have the MVP of the NBA this year also? That's his question. I, for I feel you. like he's mocking me right now, and I don't, I don't appreciate that, Troy. I don't appreciate you doing this to me. You know, I'm, I am a Pelicans fan, okay, but – as Scott would say, I am not as emotional mm-hmm. about the Pelicans as I am about no, the Saints. Well, you talk about the Saints, not this morning because of the Jameis injury. You're generally happy. When you talk about the Pelicans, you're generally like No, because mad. I'm upset. Because I had you, season tickets. Every time tickets. I talk to you about the Pelicans, you get really PO'd. I had, and I get it. I had season tickets. Okay. And I let it go because what's the point? Right. They got to give you a reason. I was excited. Like when I, I, I still think the coaching hire was the right decision. I don't disagree with that. I was excited about the whole David Griffin thing, to be honest. I think I think many many were. It felt like it was this new energy, this new breath of fresh exactly. air. Exactly. They haven't really been able to put the team on the court that they wanted to because Zion keeps. And this is just this has just been like I'm tired of it because I see every teams, year same thing, the same thing every they'll year. A, at some point this year, they'll have a run where they win. I know like but we're going to be the ninth seed, and then you'll get ninth seed. You'll be in the playoffs. Yeah, but we got to have the play in though. If you could, if you could. At the, you, one and seven right now, James. I'm sorry to remind you. Two six nine ten seventy seven. Let's head to the phone lines. Good morning. Welcome into the show. Scotty Pippen was your guy. Scotty Pippen was my guy, man. That was my guy. Man, I could. Ooh, I knew it was hard on you watching the Bulls, watching two of the greasiest scumballs they had out there at that time, and Pippen was so ugly. <laughs> I, I used to look at that guy the whole game. How you can look at that guy, be a fan of that guy, and, and look at him play basketball and not getting sick and disgusting? Man, that was an ugly guy. Man, he's now I, he's more a, ugly since he's retired. Geez, I don't Ronnie. know, man. I don't think I was looking at him. I mean, Ooh, you, you're, 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 you're a bigot, Ronnie. What do you mean? So you hated Sam Cassell? <laughs> oh, man. Did you hate Sam man, Cassell? For, Sam Cassell guys, was a really man. good player. You, you didn't like Sam Cassell? You're talking about guys' looks. I mean, that's, you know, come on, don't be. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't paying attention to the way he looked. Yeah, man, right? he was a I kid. Was he just was watching a basketball game like a normal yeah. human, Ronnie. Yeah. What's, yeah, what's, what's, where you, what are you doing? It should have hurt his heart. I mean, you know, I mean, that was your mind. Mom didn't tell you better? Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, hey. Ooh, that's, that's an ugly guy, man. Should be talking Ooh, man, about. y'all have a good one. Ryan's just calling to talk about how Scotty Pippen looks. It's all good, man. I mean, you can say how he looked, but he's rich, so I mean, who's really winning here? Hamburg, Arkansas. <laughs> also, you t- just just uh, just across the Louisiana border. So basically, where he's, he's from? from I mean, he's from well, not basically. No, he's from Arkansas. I mean, let's be real. North Louisiana kind of feels like Arkansas yeah, I guess and you East got a Texas point. anyway. So I guess you got a but point. But 
if he was just across the state line, I think we would all be like, that's right. Yeah. Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> we'll take a timeout when we come back. Some rumors about what the Saints tried to do yesterday at the trade deadline. The Braves are World Series champs. The college football playoff committee doesn't try to hide the fact. I don't know why James and others are surprised about what their agenda is. It's all coming your way next right here. It's ESPN Lafayette. I'm Scott Prather. That's James Butler. ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Hey, sports fans, this is Rich Eisen reminding you to catch the Rich Eisen Show every weekday from 12 to 3 on ESPN Lafayette. Now, back to more of the Great Scott Show with Scott Prather. Welcome back into the Great Scott Show, ESPN Lafayette. Scott Prather, James Butler has been in the house. Been a little down. Been a little down today. He he tried to act like it was because the Braves won the World Series, but he doesn't really care. Because Jameis Winston is... He may he may never play for the Saints again. Come on, man, stop, man. I'm not trying to be. He might. He might not though. It's Power a, of the tongue. It's a reality. You can't speak things like that. It is a reality, but I'm not speaking it. Okay, it could happen. I understand that there's other quarterbacks that we might get. I understand that, but I don't want to think about that right now. I I cross that bridge next summer. Winston strikes me as a guy like as soon as he's he's he probably have a surgery this week and then. Even if he has to be like in a wheelchair for a week, he's going to want to be on the sidelines yeah. like every game. Just yeah. like, he might re-injure himself just on the yeah. sidelines, like getting into it, being so fired up for his teammates. I would rather you re-injure yourself that way than we don't understand how you re-injured yourself if you haven't been playing ah. for the entire year. All back to Michael Thomas there in the news that broke this morning. Um, let me ask him real quick. College football playoff. Why? Why? Wait, 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 wait. Before why you, you get surprised? to that, before you, you get to that, before you get to that, you have to explain because you didn't get to that. And I want to hear the reason why you said that's on Sean Payton about the Michael Thomas thing. Oh, I forgot. Thank you. I teased that earlier because this in, it's not all on him. He deserves some of the blame here because Thomas was like the best receiver in football until week one of last year when Payton was trying to run up the score on the Bucks. Had Taysom Hill throw the ball on a trick play late to try to get another touchdown, handed it off to Latavius Murray instead of kneeling it, and what happens? He gets his ankle rolled up on, and it's injured. And then it's been one thing after another to the ankle where if Sean just... It's, it's what makes him great, and it's what gets him in trouble. The pettiness, the arrogance. Sometimes that's what works. So it's like... You'd love to say, well, you like to have it when it works right, but that's just right. not how it works. Yeah, you got to right. take the good with the bad. But if if they just are content to just, all right, dude, let's let's run a couple off tackles. Oh, well, you could have gotten hurt no matter yeah. what. The reality is, the game was over. He shouldn't have even been in the game. Right. He should not have been blocking with less than two minutes to go in a game that was over that you were up by double digits. And if Peyton isn't trying to get a late cosmetic touchdown, that injury never happens. And who knows where the Saints are right now. And where Michael Thomas is right now, so right. that's that. That was what that was in reference to. Okay. All right. Um, 
the college football playoff has shown that they're not interested in giving group of five schools a fair shot. So why was last night a surprise to you and so many others? Because, like, I I feel like Cincinnati really got the shot in the stick, man. Like, I, because I, I woke up this morning. Well, I got an hour of sleep because, you know, I worked last night. But I looked at it briefly and I seen that they were number six. And that was shocking to me because, like we alluded to earlier, they're undefeated. They have a win against the top 10 team. Yeah. So there are teams ahead of them that have a loss and don't have wins. Exactly. Uh, you know, that have a win against the number 20 team. And that's it. Oh, well, but they're Ohio State. And 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 the reason why I'm I'm hard on the Cincinnati thing is because my uncle, my dad's brother, he actually played for Cincinnati. There you go. And so he's all every time I post something about UL, he always comes back with the Cincinnati gripe. But I, I can't be upset with them. They're playing really good football. So yeah. I, I I I pay attention to them closely. All right, we got time for one quick phone call. Sorry we can't get to all of them. Let's head to the phone lines. Good morning. Welcome in. Yeah, man, I feel you about uh, Winston. Um, I'm still kind of dazed, man, uh, to have a year the, the way the, the way he were, the way he was playing, especially. I wanted to see him go out there and uh, shine against his old team. Um, Scott, is 59% a completion percentage, a career completion percentage of 59%? Do you consider that accurate? In today's NFL, it's not good enough. That would have been accurate 20 years ago. Yes, yes. Someone was giving an assessment of Simeon. He said, you know, my wife's a Denver Broncos fan, and he's a very accurate quarterback. And I was like, damn, okay. (laughs) You know? No, he's uh, a a backup quarterback that's serviceable and – that's what he is. That's well, let, what he is. Let me say this. I, I don't yeah. know if y'all noticed this or not, but did y'all see some of the side-on throws he was doing? Yeah. I, I didn't necessarily like that, and I think that might be the reason why his completion percentage is so low because he tries different arm angles and throwing off his back foot and trying to Patrick Mahomes it to a he, different spot. Yeah, he's, he's – I think in a Saints yeah, offense – Yeah, I don't like, I don't like when Lamar out. Jackson does that either. You know, I don't like that either. Uh, Philip Rivers hey, did man, you know, his whole career. That's all, <laughs> all Philip Rivers did. That's true. Yeah. Um, I, I, I might be tripping. Well, no, I'm not. I, I think some Saints fans wanted this. I, I think uh, – I'm not saying they wanted the man to be out for the, his career or whatever. Well, I think they wanted someone – I think they wanted this, man. Oh, and, they, and now we, they got their chance. They, now they got – we 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 we're, we're up against it. I just have to break the news. Looks like it's now coming out that Michael Thomas is out for the season. That's Are you serious? Broke. I, I yep. kind of knew that was going to happen, man. I kind of felt that once uh, Winston was out, that he was going to just sit out. Man. Well, you he know, is out for the, the season. The that All is right, not good. Appreciate the call. Are you serious, man? Out for the season, and that ends the show today. That is James Butler, my friend, James. Throw out your Twitter handle real quick. Man. Uh, Samaj Reltub. S-E-M-A-J-R-E-L-T-U-B. Follow me, man. I reply back. This Michael Thomas news is disheartening. But I believe in Callaway. I believe in Harris. And I also believe in the phone call that I got. All right. Don't go go anywhere. 
Dan Patrick is next. At 11, he'll talk to Luke Fickle, the head coach of Cincinnati. I'm sure he'll have a thing or two to say about the college football playoff rankings. More from the NFL, Braves World Series, all that and more. This is ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. What up, guys? I'm here to tell you about the DraftKings Sportsbook that's coming to Louisiana. I'm not talking about the fantasy aspect of DraftKings, which is awesome. I'm talking about the actual sportsbook because it won't be long until you can bet on all your favorite sports from the comfort of your own home. And to celebrate, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving customers $100 in free bets when you sign up before they go live. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook giving $100 in free bets just for signing up today. No deposit required. It's bringing their experience as a leader in daily fantasy sports to the sports betting world and have created one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, DraftKings Sportsbook. In the meantime, while they're preparing to launch the DraftKings Sportsbook in Louisiana, you can play right now for huge cash prizes with the DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code 1420 when you sign up. Because when you do, $100 in free bets to use on mobile sports betting in Louisiana as soon as it hits. That's code 1420 to get $100 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call one 877 stop Must be 21 or older. Louisiana only. Availability varies by parish. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. 